podcast, where together we can be strengthened by the living Word of God, operate in daily victory, and make hell nervous. To stay connected, check out at Lilia Petty on Instagram and Facebook. Here's your host, Lilia Petty. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode five. Episode five? That's crazy. It's already episode five. Um, thank you so much for listening. I actually pulled up the analytics of where people are listening from because I think it is so cool. Um, and I'm going to read them to you. So, of course, we have people listening from the United States, but also India, Germany, uh, Canada, Australia. Um, is it? It's, it's Uruguay. It's Uruguay. I've been saying it wrong for the longest time, and now I'm second-guessing myself, but it's Uruguay, and then uh, New Zealand. So, we have people listening from all over, and I just wanted to read those because I'm so, so grateful for each and every one of you. Like, it means so much to me, especially for the people who have reached out. It, it really means a lot. So, thank you so much. Um, I just got back in town. I was in New York. Um, for a friend's birthday and now I'm back and you know like when like okay this is a good example like you know how everybody's house has a smell and like your house has a smell but you can't smell it because you're used to it and then you go out of town and then you come back and then you smell your house like like you you are unused to it do you get what I'm saying the same type of deal happened to me but like with the with the jets because if you live in VB you know that there are always jets and now I'm like they feel so loud because like I'm not used to them right now and I know I just praise the Lord I praise the Lord for technology because y'all can't hear them which is all that matters (laughs) so I just had to keep focused and not get distracted by the jets but anyways so today we are talking about or the title of this episode is made on purpose for a purpose we are made on purpose and we are made for a purpose But before I get too much into it, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, you are definitely going to want to go back and listen to it because it is all about, it's about purpose. And you're probably like, Lilia, what do you mean? Two episodes on purpose. Like, what are you doing? Um, Last week's episode was kind of about all of our purpose as, um, you know, children of God, like why we don't just get saved and poof, go to heaven. Like we have a mission here on earth and it's called the Great Commission. And that's to to spread the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, to see souls saved and added to the kingdom. Uh, Like, like we have a job to do while we're here on earth. But um, today, I'm talking more about how God, like, made us on purpose for a specific reason. Like, each of us has a purpose here on earth. God has a specific plan for each of us. That, that, you know, only, like, God has a plan for me that only I can do. God has a plan for you that only you can do. It's specific, it's unique, and we're going to be talking all about that today. So, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for everyone who's listening to this podcast. I thank you that they took time out of their day or night to hear your word, God, to hear what you have to say. And Father, we thank you that you have made us for a purpose. You didn't just throw us here on earth, but God, that you made us for a reason and that that you're revealing your plans for us. It right now, God, and and I just ask that you would you would let everyone who hears this word today just receive it for themselves in their hearts, and that they would seek to know more about 
uh, your purpose for them, Father. I pray that you would reveal things about their future to them and that um, they would be built up, encouraged, and that they would just go after it with all they got. So, Father, we thank you that that you have wonderful things planned for us today and for the rest of our lives. And I thank you that we all get to just hear your word together. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. So, we're made on purpose. And to first understand, like, who we are, we, ha- we must understand how we were made. And, you know, you can't talk about this without going back to Genesis 1. Um, and w- before I read Genesis 1, I want to get this down right off the bat. We were not made randomly. We were not made accidentally. We're not thrown together, and we are not a mess. Wherever you are right now, I want you to say, I am not a mess. God didn't just scrap us together and be like, oh, I'll just throw her at this random time in this random place, and, and I'll give her these random qualities and talents, like whatever, and see what, see what comes out of that one. Like, no, God made us with care. He made us like, he knows every part of us because he made us. And I'm not going to read all of Genesis 1, but Genesis 127 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. We are made in God's image. So, you know, so many times we think of ourselves as lame or as like small and, and un, like un, incapable or worthless. But we see in Genesis 127 that we're made in God's image. And I don't know about you guys, but God is pretty awesome. Like we serve an awesome God and we're made in his image. Like what? That's crazy. Um, and after God made man, he said that it was very good. So, uh, and that's in Genesis 131, it says, then God saw everything that he had made and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. So from those two verses, we see that we are made in the image of God and that when God looked back at us after he made us and he, he said it was very good. So we absolutely have no excuse to sit here and say that, you know, we're just, we're just thrown here on earth or like, man, God must have messed up on me. Like, no, no, he did not because God doesn't mess up. God doesn't mess up and he's not going to start with you. He does not fail and he's not going to start with you. (laughs) So just making sure we got that down because if you don't get that down, if you don't get that down that, that we're not just like struggling through earth and we're not just like, God didn't make us and then make the plan for us. Like, no, like, no, he has it. He has it all He knows us so well. And if you sit here and listen to this whole podcast episode just with the mindset of I'm a mess, um, like all that stuff that puts us down, then you will not receive what what God's going to try to tell you today. You will not receive it if you keep saying, oh, you know, I'm incapable. Because what about when God speaks to you and says, you're going to go do this and this and this and this. You're going to sit here and say, oh, no, because um, actually I was made like really weak and and shy. And um, I'm just really sitting here trying to take up oxygen. Obviously, you guys wouldn't go that far. But like you have to understand that that God made us in his image. And he said it was very good. And something very fascinating, I'm not going to read through all Genesis 1 because I want to keep this from being a giant podcast, but because I don't even know if it will be or not. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can ramble. But um, if you want the po- if you want to pause this podcast episode and read it or read it later or whatever you want to do, 
when you read through Genesis 1, and I didn't pick this up the first time I read through it, but then, like, as I went back, I started to notice a pattern of, in Genesis 1, when God's making things, so he makes, like, the light and the days and the nights, and he separates the waters and makes the vegetation and the sun and the moon to cover, like, all this stuff, you know, yada, 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 read it if you want. We see as God's making all these things, he looks back at them each time and he says, that was good. Like, he he looks at his work and he says, yes, that was good. Like, that was good. Because, of course, it's good. It's awesome. But the best thing is, um, the best thing is, when God made us, he said that we are very good, as we saw in Genesis 131. Like, that's fascinating. That, to think that when God made the whole earth and everything in it, he said it was good. But then when he put man, he, he looked back at it and said it was very good. Like, that should make you want to run. When I was in um, New York this past week, we went to, I saw, um, we went to Niagara Falls. And I had never, I had never been to, like, anything, like, that huge like like you know what I mean like I've never gone sightseeing to something that big and Niagara Falls it is pretty big so we're there and I'm looking at it and I'm just like how did God create this like that's insane like if God created this like how big is God like he, like I was just looking at it in awe and I was like wow that's a giant waterfall and then To think that God made, like, something as big as Niagara Falls and and just said it was good, but then he made us and said it was very good? Like, like it's hard to even comprehend. Because because then we sit here and, and, we, get, and we get, like, an opportunity to step out in our purpose and we're like, ah, uh, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm not really, like, made to be this bold. No, God made us on purpose for a purpose and we just need to step into things when he calls us because he looked at the he looked at the the like Niagara Falls and said it was good but then he looked at you. Whoever whatever your name is, who, like whoever I'm speaking to right now, put your name in there. He looked at you, your name, like label yourself and then said that you were very good. Um, first Timothy four, four says for everything created by God is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. So everything created by God is good. We read in Genesis one twenty seven that God created you in his own, in his own image. So that means that, that you weren't made, you weren't made sloppy. You were made good or as God says, very good. And then James one seventeen says every good and perfect gift is from above. So just to read those for you. And then. So, okay, I actually, I did a deep, like, Bible study on this verse one time. You know it's a good Bible study when you only get through one verse. Like, <laughs> that's how you know it's a good Bible study. And and I, I'm going to read this verse to you, and you're going to be like, huh? You Like, you didn't just read by that? This is a verse that you hear so often that it kind of, like, goes numb to you. I wouldn't say numb, but, like, you, it starts to lose its oomph because you've heard it so much. It's like Jeremiah 29, 11. Like, it's good. But you just hear it all the time. And so, and nothing wrong with that. Like, awesome. Awesome. But I just, like, I was reading it, and I was like, I, I felt like I couldn't really grasp it because I just would think of every mug. And let, let me just read the verse to you. It's um, Psalm 139, 14. It says, I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. So, 
you're probably like, oh, okay, I understand what she's saying now. Like, because you see that on mugs and and bags and pillowcases and whatnot. Those those like mom like live laugh love signs, like those type of things. It's like I am fearfully and wonderfully made, and it's true because I mean it's it's in the Bible. It's uh, supported by scripture because it is scripture, so it's it's pretty true. Um, but we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And I was, like, doing a Bible study, and I just, like, read by it. And I was like, I just don't even, like, understand what it means anymore because I've heard so much. So I translated fearfully and wonderfully from Hebrew to English to, 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 to like, try to get some synonyms of, in there. And when I translated uh, fearfully from Hebrew to English, it says, with great reverence, heartfelt interest, and respect. That's powerful. I am made with great reverence, heartfelt interest, and with respect. And then wonderfully, when translated, means unique and set apart. Like, what? What? So when you put that all together and you, like, and you read that scripture with those words, it says you were created with great reverence, heartfelt interest, and respect to be unique and set apart. I'll read that one more time. I was created... With great reverence, heartfelt interest, and respect to be unique and set apart. Like, that is just so encouraging. And it makes me want to, like, run laps. And 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 the next time you see one of those mugs that say, like, fearfully and wonderfully made, you can be like, that's right. That's right, you know? Because, I mean, we all know. We see that stuff and we're like, oh, again. But that verse is so powerful when we get a fresh revelation from it. You know, it's it's actually very fascinating. I'm not, like, one to, like, study science. Like, trust me, I do not like science. But if you look up, like, this, like how this earth was made where, like, I, I'm pretty sure if it's, like, if we were one degree closer to the sun, we would, like, burn up. And this is actually a quote I took off of um, a website somewhere. I don't know. Uh, it says, Earth's rotation brings the sun up each morning and thankfully puts it back down. If it weren't for this, one side of the world would be unbearably scorched and the other side would freeze, would freeze to death. So think about that. Just the, just the rotation of the sun or the Earth's rotation. Just something as simple as that that brings the sun up and down that we take for granted each and every day. Literally, if we weren't to have that, we would either burn up or freeze up. So to think about how God made that so carefully to make sure it, it worked perfectly, to make sure that, like, you know, everything in this earth is made so perfect for us that we can, we can live here on earth. Like, we can't live on any other planet. No other planet is suitable for life as earth because God made it perfect knowing that we were going to be living on it. So if God made every single inch of this earth perfect for us, every single, like, thing just run like like it's so hard to like sit here and think of how the whole like solar system works because it all works so well god made it all so perfect and arranged it in such a way for us that what makes us think that he accidentally messed up on us i refuse to believe that god made the planets all move perfectly together but then looked at me and said yeah i'm uh, i messed up on her like oopsies i accidentally gave her um i don't know I don't, I don't know. I'm tall. Maybe that, but like, like there's like, I don't, I can't sit here and think that God messed up on me, but then made the whole entire universe so perfect for me. No, God didn't mess up on us. So get that lie out of your head. Cause not only will the devil lie and tell us that, but we lie to ourselves and say, you're like, Oh, I'm worthless. Like we believe the lies of the enemy. 
And why does God, I mean, not why does God lie? Why does the devil lie about, um, like, and I'm all flabbergasted because of the jets. I tell you, it's the jets. But the devil will lie and tell us that God made a mistake. And that's just not true because we know the devil is the father of lies. So if you, if you get something that discourages you and you know it's from the enemy, you know it's a lie. So, and it's pretty discouraging when we sit here and we're like, man, I really am worthless. Like nobody sits there, says that, and is like, I'm ready for the day now. Like, no, the devil will lie and tell us that God made a mistake in us. And, and, you know, we believe it and we'll try to change parts of ourselves and relabel parts of ourselves, relabel. I mean, we see it so much today. Kids are changing their gender. They're changing everything. They're believing they were born into the wrong family in the wrong time period, in the wrong place. Like, like they they don't, they think they were made wrong and they try to change things because the devil lies and tells us that God made a mistake, but that's just not true. The devil just knows that if we have the power of knowing who we are, if, if the devil knows that once we know who we are, we will be unstoppable because we will understand our authority in Christ, that we are above him and that we are the head and not the tail. And he knows that we will be earth shakers. So don't let the don't let the devil convince you that you are worthless or that God made a mistake because he's the father of lies and when you believe that lie then you are you you are destined for failure because you will never receive what God has for you if you keep sitting here with the pity like pity petty I don't even know what what word I'm saying but like the excuses saying like I'm not good enough if God's called you, he clearly thinks you're good enough. And if the all-knowing God, if if God who sees everything thinks that you're good enough, I personally have no excuse whatsoever. No excuse whatsoever. Um So, I wanted to read this. It's Jeremiah 1:5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. So that just that just answered the first half of this title made on purpose (laughs) but then if you read on it says before you were born I set you apart hallelujah before you were born I set you apart I appointed you as a prophet to the nations so that answers the second half on purpose for a purpose God God knew us in the womb I mean um he formed Oh my gosh. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. He knew us before we were even formed yet. Notice how back in Genesis 1, he had the plan for man before he even made them. Like before he he made Adam or or made Eve out of Adam's side, he already had the plan for man. He already knew like ev- like that he wanted Adam and Eve. So before we were formed in the womb, he knew us. And it says, before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Before we're even born, God has a whole purpose for us? Like what? So we're, we're not just made on purpose, but we're made for a purpose. God makes us for a purpose. And then Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. We have a purpose. God has made tasks, I mean, um, good works for us to do here on earth. I'm going to read that again. I'm, these two verses just sum up the whole second half of this title. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Notice how it says in advance. God didn't make us 
He didn't put us here on earth and then say, mm, what am I going to do with that one? Hmm. Or, or wait, you know, 30 years to decide on what, what our, what our purpose really is going to be in life. Like we've been, we've been walking, like God's not like, man, I really pushed them around up to this point. Maybe I should make a plan for them. No, before we're even born, God knows a plan for us. Just like in Genesis one, how he already had a plan before he made Adam and Eve. So we are God's handiwork and he has, he has already he already has good works that he has prepared in advance for us to do. Because God has a purpose for everything he creates. Yeah, uh, Genesis one twenty six says, right before, you know, Genesis one twenty seven was when it said that we were made in God's image. But Genesis one twenty six says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on this earth. So God had already planned it out. Notice how, notice how God didn't, didn't, um, like he didn't make, because he said that after he made everything on earth. So he didn't make everything on earth. And then say, like, hmm, what is it missing? Hmm, maybe, maybe I'll just sprinkle some man on top, you know, just, like, to make it more cluttered, you know, keep it interesting. No, no. He said, now the earth is ready for man. He said, now the earth is ready. Like, let me make mankind to rule over these things. He, ma- he was making the earth not for the purpose of the earth and then just made us, as a, like, as a topping, as a cherry on top. No, but he said, the earth is ready for us, and that's when he made man. And he had a whole plan. He said, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds and over the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on this earth. So right there we see... That the you know like I said earlier the devil keeps us back from knowing our potential because he he because once we understand our authority we can start operating in that authority and when we understand who we are and we read Genesis one twenty six and realize that we have authority over all those things and we label ourselves with with like made by God made in His image then we are unstoppable and I just read that to you so get this in your spirit highlight it write it down whatever you got to do understand that we are unstoppable. Um, yeah, God didn't make us just to waste oxygen. He made you perfect and capable of doing all that he put you here to do. So God, he, he made us on purpose and for a purpose. I mean, if you don't got that down, I don't know what you're doing because it's literally the title, but all we have to do is accept that. And we have to be willing to obey and step out in faith. And being obedient and stepping out in faith is not hard when you, when you get this down and understand that God made a purpose for you. And that when you start operating in that purpose, you don't find lack. You don't find frustration. You don't find anger. You don't find, um, uh, what's the word? insecurity but you start to find like blessings from God because God blesses what when you God blesses you when you step out in what he's called you to do it might look hard when he first tells you but think about it why would God call you if you were incapable he already knows he knows you better than anyone else he knows you better than yourself he's been with you since before you were even made in the womb and he's gonna be with you till the end of time further like for the rest of eternity so when God calls us all All we have to do is be willing and obey. And when you get that revelation in your head that God knows everything about you and he's, he's 
almighty, that he, he knows everything, basically. We can step out in faith and we don't have to worry because we know that if God's called us to do it, he'll provide for it when we step out. And we will not see lack. We will not see decrease, but only increase. God has a plan and purpose that he chose you individually to carry out. Now, I can't sit here and tell you that purpose, even if I knew who I was speaking to right now, because I'm speaking to a bunch of people, so like, I'm not going to make a different episode per person. But like, even if I was sitting here with you one-on-one having this conversation, I wouldn't be able to sit here and be like, you're an accountant. Like, unless, I mean, unless the Lord told me. But only God knows. Because I didn't create you. But the creator of the universe created you. He has a purpose and plan. And, and you, can, you can ask him, be like, reveal to me things about my future. Reveal to me things about the plans that you have for me. Start showing me my purpose. And, you know, if you're having a hard time getting past those thoughts of not being good enough, pray to God and say, show me what you think of me. And so many times we're scared to ask that because we think it's going to be just like a bunch of bad stuff. Like, wow, you really suck. No. God will show you things that he really does like about you. And, of course, there's always things to improve. That's why we stay teachable. And you can also ask God for that. But God loves you and he sees the good things you do and he sees it when you when you seek him and you seek his direction. Philippians 1.6, this is the verse I'm going to end with today because this is probably one of my favorites. It's written on my mirror in my room and I will never like let it go. Philippians 1.6, it says, And I am certain that God who began the good... Oh my gosh, who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. <laughs> I'm going to read that again. I read all these again, but I want to get this down, okay? And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finished on the day when, Je- when Christ Jesus returns. God has begun a good work in you and he will not give up on it until the day that Christ Jesus returns. So do stop. God, God didn't just like scratch off like the purpose that you had before and like, eh, we're just going to throw it away. No, if he be, if he's began a good work in you, he will continue with it until Christ Jesus returns. You just have to be on the other end of that. You know, it's a covenant. You have to be on the other end of that and say, I'm going to give it everything I got to till Christ Jesus returns. Have that same mentality and everything will work out fine. I'm going to pray for you guys today that, you know, you could start hearing not, not only not only getting a fresh revelation of that we're made on purpose and for a purpose, but that you can start hearing what God's purpose is for you. And even if you know some of it, you can get deeper in that. You can ask for more insight. So I'm going to pray for you today. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you so much, Father, that you made us on purpose, for a purpose, God, that you you created us for a plan, you created us for a reason, something that only, like, each each of us individually, God, we thank you that, that you have get, made us each with a unique purpose and a unique plan, that we're not just thrown here on earth, but God, that you have a purpose, and I just pray for each and every one of um, the listeners 
whenever they're listening, God, I pray for each and every one of them that they would just receive a fresh revelation of, of your word, that they would, they, the Father, you'd start to reveal to them things about their purpose, that they're not going to see decrease, but they're going to see increase as they step out in that. And I pray that you would just put boldness on them, put boldness on them to step out in that now understanding who they are. Let your Holy Spirit bring remembrance to, to, the, to your word about how we were made on purpose and for a purpose when they get called to step out and do something mighty that you have called them to do. Father, I pray that each and every one of these people would just be bold. I thank you for each and every one of them. In Jesus' name. And I don't want you guys to forget this message. Take notes if you have to. But don't let yourself forget that you were made on purpose and for a purpose. And defeat every lie of the enemy. And you know, if you're, if you're sitting here and, you, and you're still like, I don't know my purpose. I've said it and I'll say it again. Seek God in it. It's nothing that, that you can figure out on your own accord. Be, be, or it's nothing I can figure out for you. But it's also nothing that you can just decide for yourself. Like, seek God's direction for your life over your own. Because when we go after our own, like, like our own plans, they won't, they won't go well. But when we go with what God has for us, our roads will be made straight. Our paths will be made straight. They will be led beside still waters because he's the good shepherd. And he doesn't lead us to destruction. He won't lead us to decrease, but he'll lead us to increase. It will be blessed as you step out in obedience. And I'm excited to hear testimonies. I'm excited to see people stepping out in their purpose for the kingdom. Do not be afraid, but be bold. Be bold. That's the that's the like best way that you can just destroy the enemy in this situation is just to be bold for your purpose and rub it in his face that, you know, you understand who you are, your authority, and that you are capable. You are capable. Say, I am capable. So, guys, thank you for listening today. I hope you guys have a great rest of your Thursday. Or, you know, well, I you don't have to listen to these on Thursday. I know most people do, but whatever day you listen to this, I hope you have a great rest of your day, rest of your night, rest of whatever. Um, be blessed. And be sure to reach out if you want to message me, if you need any, like, resources or, you know, if you, if you actually have, like, a topic you want to hear about, feel free to reach out to me because I'd love to um, just talk to you and get to know you and hear your insights. So, it would be awesome. Uh, you can message me on Instagram at Lilia Petty, L-I-L-I-A-P-E-T-T-Y. Um, and yeah, just let me know. Um, I plan on starting to do some teachings on like, you know, why, why we should get in our word every day, why we should go to church, how to pray, all that type of stuff. You know, why do we pray? Like, what is the point of praise? How to operate in prevailing praise? That type of stuff. I'm, I, I'm uh, planning on starting to get into the, some of those topics soon. So if you have anything along those lines that you want to talk about, be sure to reach out to me. <sighs> okay, I, I'll, I'll stop blabbing. I'll stop. I'll stop just like elongating the time on this podcast i just really like talking to you guys even though it's just it's just me talking but you know it's okay okay guys i love you jesus loves you i'll see you next week with a new episode bye everybody